Chapter 12, Into the Future. There sprawled an air of suspense as Chris and the group awaited their fate and sat in the wheelchair. Their previous encounters had taken place all over various lands and epochs, but they had never crossed the border into the future. Chris had told everyone to think about 2124 in the future. Every gaze was fixed intently on the destination button. Would it independently choose its next journey as it always had? Or would Chris's theory prove true, making any destination merely a thought away? With bated breath, they watched Chris press the button. This time, they felt as if the colors were constantly spinning around them, as if sucking both the dimension of space and time. Ossified, they shortly found themselves in a futuristic city. In the city, there were huge skyscrapers and flying vehicles were seen everywhere. The people of this new era were all wearing modern clothes with futuristic garments. The gang was looking at the scene around them when a girl who looked quite familiar came close to it. She approached Freddie and introduced herself. I am Nova. I am your great-granddaughter, she pointed towards Freddie. She was Freddie's descendant from a hundred years in the future. This revelation astounded them, forging a deeper connection to this time and place. How do you know that we will be here? Chris asked as he heard this revelation. Nova explained, there was a legend in our family that our great-grandfather would arrive in the future at this exact moment and at this exact time. No one believed it except for being a family joke, but I believed in Freddy, so when the time came, I arrived at this place. Everyone was just happy and surprised to meet her. Nova, with contagious enthusiasm, guided them through the marvels of her era. They marveled at sprawling rooftop gardens, drones delivering goods, and advanced communication technologies. She explained how the city tapped into solar, wind, and kinetic energy, showcasing sustainable living. In breathing, living artifacts in the form of a museum, they walked among exhibits consisting of technological breakthroughs such as AI and space exploration. Nevertheless, the museum also portrayed other dark realities of climate change and the creatures it had devoured. This trip was a physical journey, one that was filled with admiration and grief to demonstrate how it is an illustration of the planetary fragility. After leaving the museum, Nova's face lit up with an idea. You have seen our advancements and learned of our challenges, but how would you like to see our planet from a different point of view? Before they could ask further, she added, space tourism, it is one of our era's most amazing experiences that you can enjoy. It will take days and we have to go back before midnight, Chris explained their problem. She chuckled. It was a challenge in the past, how now it's the same as taking a bus to the next town. The group set off on their next trip with Nova in her flying car. They got to the space station and sat down in a space taxi. The Earth's curve became more noticeable as the shuttle rose higher into the sky. Soon the beautiful blue and green orb that was their home hung in space like a jewel against the pitch black background. The sight was breathtaking. Chris said in a whisper, it's so beautiful. Ellie's eyes filled with tears. It was an eye-opening view that made them acknowledge how fragile Earth is in the universe. I had never thought that our planet was so beautiful. Everyone agreed with this statement made by him. In the middle of this amazing moment, Fletcher started to look uneasy. He didn't like how weightless it was in zero gravity. He grabbed his stomach and his face turned green. 
Nova quickly told the pilot to go back to Earth when she saw this. As the shuttle came back down, Fletcher felt better and said, I'm sorry. You didn't get to enjoy the view because I cut your trip short. There's nothing to worry about. Don't worry about how you're feeling about this. Everyone does. She made him feel good. Upon returning to Earth, they expressed their hunger. They accompanied her to a food court. They sampled novel delicacies, such as 3D-printed sushi and lab-grown steaks, in an environment illuminated by bioluminescent light. Some people didn't understand what Max meant when he requested a cheeseburger. The server informed him that there was a complete end to the production of animal products. Instead, Max got a cheeseburg, a cheese-flavored plant-based snack. Through conversation with other guests, they were acquainted with the cosmic dairy dilemma. The extraterrestrial's curiosity in cheese, rather than human history or technology, was the driving force behind their response to Earth's space probes. Dairy in zero gravity and interstellar cheese shipping were major topics of study following this finding. Nova asked, would you like to meet the alien? Because the whole thing was so funny. They answered with excitement, yes. When first met, the alien only knew how to answer one question, cheese. The group saw the irony. In a time before eating animals, they were famous for making cheese. As sunset painted the sky, they bid Nova goodbye, her final words emphasizing the impact of present actions on the future. Chris hit the time machine wheelchair's home button, bracing for the return journey. But the world warped more violently than before, creating a cacophony of colors and sounds. The chariot, what they call Chris's wheelchair now, was acting differently. When they finally steadied themselves, they were amidst a lush wilderness. The dense air, unfamiliar sun, where are we, said Ellie, and when are we? 